Hey, welcome back to episode 96 of Action Action, the action movie podcast that puts all of the action movies on a list that's pretty awesome and it's getting long at this point. Uh, with me as always, I'm John. With me as always is Dustin hey. and James. Hey. So before we get into the movie, anything you guys want to either say to watch or avoid that you've seen this week? Read or not read? Put down? Put down? Yeah, a book, right? Like Maybe you uh, read a book. DN- and you're like, this DNF'd? book fucking sucks. Uh, well, I started watching... I was going to say it's watching. It's not reading for James. Yeah, I don't read. I just listen to books on tape. Anyways, we've Nothing gone wrong over with this. That counts. We've gone over this. Uh, I started watching season three of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Nice. So now that it's on Netflix. Just in time for October, which we are currently in. We are definitely oh, yeah. in October. <laughs> I told you, yeah. Should, <laughs> right I, now. should I redo the beginning? No, no. No. Welcome to Spook Spook Fest. Oh, yeah. Continuation of Spook. Continuation. Right. This is week two mm-hmm. yes. of Spook. Spooktober. Mm. Spooktacular. It's Spooktober. Uh, so that, and then I th- finished up a bunch of shows like uh, Mindhunter. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. I still haven't watched any of the third season of Stranger Things. What's wrong with me? Uh. I feel like <laughs> most people are, are kind of like that. Oh, really? Like, you don't really hear much talk about it. Stranger, I, I've heard, I heard some talk when it, when it came out. Everyone was talking. It's about really it. good. I really liked it, um, but I mean, we're we're it's the beginning of the end of peak TV. Obviously, I mean, everybody's been mm-hmm. saying it for a long time, but like, it, there's too much stuff to watch. Yeah, every day uh, there's so much stuff you can't you just can't keep up. Well, every day I talk our, our mutual friend Dan. I'll say like, oh, you should watch. We're talking about um, oh, what the fuck, the the fucking cowboy movie. Where they die at the end. <laughs> the two guys. Butch Cassidy. Jesus and Christ. Kid. Yeah. I was talking about that. I'm like, oh shit, man. Like we're talking about um talking about it and I'm like, oh it's so it's so good. Like you need to watch it. And he's like, Yeah, like fucking like everything else. Like <laughs> like everything else. Like there's like a list and I'm like, I we all like it's gone beyond having blind spots, right? Like now it's at the point where if you miss it, it's like pretty are hard you, to ca- are pretty you gonna hard go to back up. and yeah. Check it out. I try I, to, well, but I have do. more time than a lot of people do. So yeah. to do that kind of stuff, yeah, you literally like, have nothing to do. I don't even know how you watch as much as you do. <laughs> I'm a machine. It's no big deal. <laughs> no, you're just lazy. Just <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, a lazy machine. I'm just worrying along. So quickly, James, um, Mindhunter, thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, kind of in between. Okay. Uh, Wow, I loved it. Stranger Things. Uh, I, lo- I also, oh, by the way, just to say, I also loved season two of Mindhunter. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I would say Stranger Things, uh, aspects of it I liked, but it was kind of, I guess I didn't know what to expect. So Fair to middling? Yeah. <laughs> Fair to middling. And then uh, I'll have to get back to you on uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. All That's right. just, um, you might as well just say it's great. So yeah. recommend- <laughs> It's great. So recommendation Ashy of the slashy. week is... Ash. Did the did he fight the cum monster yet? No, sorry. Anyway. Nope. <laughs> Spoilers. Yes. Is Kevin Smith writing this is the third season? <laughs> um, Dustin, what about you? Uh, well, we're doing a zombie movie today, so I watched uh, Dead, The Dead Don't Die, the, mm. new, the new Jim 
Jarmish. I really want to see that. I've heard the reviews aren't that great, but I yeah. think it looks great. Uh, not not beloved even by people who normally like his movies, but I enjoyed it. Can I ask you? Are you a big Jarmusch fan? Well, I don't know if I'd go so far as to call myself like a full-on fan, but I've liked a great many of his movies in the past. I find them to be somewhat boring and pretentious. <laughs> well, uh, that's uh, I think that's a fair way to to feel about a lot of his movies. Do you like like coffee and cigarettes at all, or uh, I, oh, yeah, broken flowers? Broken flowers, I really liked. Um, like coffee and cigarettes. I mean. That was like I Ghost Dog. <laughs> Ghost uh, Dog's fun. Forrest Whitaker. Um, I remember coffee and cigarettes was fun. Just to smoke a lot of cigarettes and drink right, a lot of coffee. When well, that's lot, back yeah. when we were like that. Was like that movie was made for <laughs> like for us. Back, uh, did back you see in the day. Only Lovers Left Alive? I have not. I really like. I've heard one. it's really good. Yeah, so what did you think of? Uh, this was a fun movie. It's like it's kind of weird, right? Like it's. Uh, very lazy pace to it and I don't know I, I thought it's funny like Adam Driver and Bill Murray are really a good combo together um, and there's like a ton of people in it like Tilda Swinton is this weird like Scottish coroner who has a ninja sword <laughs> and fights zombies with it uh, okay. there's like uh, Danny Glover's in it Steve Buscemi is in it Chloe Sevigny um, yeah I, I enjoyed it it's really weird it breaks breaks the fourth wall uh and it just does some really weird things and little, i don't know if there's like some like hits. when you finish watching you're well, like a, wait, wait, wait huh? we all some, some hamlet stuff right <laughs> no. it's a real it's a real it's a real hamlet movie i'd say it's pretty light a light movie like when it finishes you might be like what was the point of that but it was just oh, was it to have fucking fun yeah that's exactly what i that's how <laughs> was I was it to have a good, i thought it was fun good a, goddamn time a good time like a fucking like a like a like a like a what's it called? Smash 'em up derby. Yeah, a smash 'em up derby. You know what? What's the <laughs> point? Just... Of, what's the point of that? Have a good time, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. right. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Uh, cool. It's awesome. If you like his um, his humor, his dryness, then you probably like it. I guess. I Any, don't know. Maybe not because a lot of people seem to hate it. Anything so. you should we should avoid this week based on what you saw. Uh, I don't. I don't think I watched anything super shitty recently. Okay. That I can recall. I'm sure. I'm head. sure you did. Probably. You probably just liked it. Um, <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> I watched a lot of shit, but I'll talk about because we're in Spooktober. I watched a, a movie that completely. I think I'm. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast before that I mentioned that I I missed this movie completely when it first came out. I did, never heard about it. Never saw a commercial for it. Ma. Oh my god! You watched that? Yeah. Ma. Yeah. With uh, sorry, what's her what's her name? Um, from the help. Uh, Octavia Spencer. Specter. Spencer. Spencer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I liked it. It was good. Really? Yeah. I saw trailers for it in the theater, and I like honestly, it was like laugh. It looked laughably bad. The trailer. No, I I. Like I liked it. I, I thought it was a fun, super fun movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's about um, these teenagers who just want to get like fucked up, and they end up at this lady's house because she like boots for them. Mm-hmm. And then is that a universal word, booting? Yeah. Well, I don't know, but in Canada, to boot means to to buy liquor or cigarettes for somebody who's underage. Yeah, to buy. Th- yeah, weed now, I guess. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, so this lady boots for. Her, 
them and then uh yeah man craziness ensues it's fun it's a totally fun movie i i enjoyed it yeah. i'd recommend it i didn't actually hear anyone talk about it when when it came out but i'm yeah first like i said that trailer i was like what this looks terrible but no it's it's cool. fun she said fucking crazy nut job and she's mad at their parents right yes she yeah, is that's in the trailer oh is it yeah well i don't know i never i honestly i this movie completely escaped like i I knew nothing about it. Um, I listened to a podcast um, with, uh, I mean, favorite of mine, John Gabrick, was talking about it. Gabrus? Gabrus, sorry. Gabrus was talking about it. Um, And, uh, yeah, he said a friend of his wrote it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I watched it. It was like a Blumhouse joint, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, plus it's Blumhouse, so I'll watch that. Blumhouse and A24. Yeah, yeah. They usually can be relied upon. Those shits are my shit. They got a formula. <laughs> and uh, new trailer that came out that I watched was uh, Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah, yeah. The Taika Taika What's it? Taika Waititi. I don't know. We're terrible. Taika Waititi. We're terrible at pronouncing things. I don't know things. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it looks fucking hilarious. Everybody watch it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. By the time this podcast comes out, the fucking movie will probably be out. So Yeah, that's really true. (laughs) All right, so this is a 2013 movie directed by Mark Foster starring... um, I mean, pretty much starring Brad Pitt. And uh, I guess uh, Marie... Well, they purposely kill everyone else. Marilyn Enos. Um, So I couldn't place her at first. Oh, you couldn't? No, I couldn't. I was like, she looked like a combination of like Jessica Chastain... (laughs) <laughs> mixed with uh, fucking Ben Affleck's ex-wife. Oh, uh, yeah, Garner. Jennifer Garner. Yeah, but it turns out she's from The Killing. Yeah. Yeah. Who, Which I really like her on that show. Yeah. I really do, too. Um, but yeah, so... She had dick all to do in this movie, though. No, they really didn't give her anything. Um, and I think that gets to a bigger part that we're going to get into in this film, is that there's not a lot actually going on in this film no. um period <laughs> um a lot of cool ideas and some uh some decent set pieces. some decent set pieces but for the most part it's it's a movie that really has nothing to <laughs> to offer the zombie genre yeah there's no meat on this zombie bone um <laughs> well, uh, why did you pick this movie by the way out of i've never seen it oh, okay um i there's been rumors for since it came out that david fincher was going to direct a sequel oh, to yeah. it, starring Brad Pitt. And, I mean, that... No, obviously never. And was. I actually got confused, and I thought that David Fincher actually had something to do with the original. Maybe not in a, in a directorial capacity, but in, uh, like, in, in, he was involved in some way. But I didn't see his name. Um, so He's just a huge fan of it. I guess. <laughs> I, I think he might be a huge fan of Brad Pitt. Yes, that makes more sense. And that makes two of us... <laughs> because I love Brad Pitt, he's pretty enjoyable. Um, I like. I think he's great. I also did not realize this movie came out such a long time ago, six years ago. Yeah, I thought it was much more recent. I oh, thought no. it was a lot older than this. You thought it was older. You thought it was newer. Yeah. I thought it was like two thousand seven. Oh really? I don't know why I'm picking that number. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in the two thousands, sometimes it's like. It's hard to remember and like place movies like when was that? Like Yeah. I don't know. Like it's kind of more of a blur the two thousands of This I, is true. I would say that you the eighties are pretty defined. I'd say the early nineties are a little bit fuzzy. 
late nineties are very mid to late nineties are very obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, early two thousands are a little bit fuzzy. I think now we're getting more into like a like a, a defined yeah. state in like the late like mid to well, late. It's, it's easier. It's easier to like. Um, look at it and identify it for what it is when you have some space when you're removed from it a bit. Uh, like when you have some, you can take kind of, you know, when you've got a space, you can look back and go, Oh yeah. Okay. I can see the overall like pattern of what this is. But when you're like in it, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Like when you're getting cucked. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Uh, It's a a personal matter. Well, give us, Um, give us the rundown. So the rundown of this film. Uh, so pretty much what you got is, you got Brad Pitt. He's a family man. Uh, him and his wife are, you know, just normal, everyday parents. He's a former United Nations employee. Yeah, you don't really get to know that right away, but he, he, he you, you know that he's done something in the past that was involving the military or some kind of government body or, or something bigger. Um, they're in New York, and while they're there... Is it in New York? I thought they were in Philadelphia at the beginning. Sorry. I don't, it doesn't really matter. Oh, are they in Philadelphia? I don't know. They go from... Well, they go to Newark. Yeah, they go to Newark. So I, I was assuming they were in... I just assumed they were in... Philly's on one side of New Jersey and... Uh, oh, fuck New do York's I know, man. <laughs> I only know because I drove from New York to Philadelphia through New Jersey. Okay, so they're in America on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. They're, on the, the, they're in the Northeast. <laughs> Fuck you, Dustin. <laughs> um, they're in somewhere. You, somehow, this has made me completely lose my train of thought. <laughs> so they're they're uh, yeah yeah they're anyway they're 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 there. All of a sudden, shit kind of goes south. Yeah, it doesn't take long for shit to start. No, happening. and which is which I appreciate. Um, I think that was a really good choice. Um, I wish they had done that the rest of the movie though. And that's that's <laughs> what we're gonna get into is that is that the original choice of um, kind of throwing you into the mix of. Of of like zombies and or an outbreak of some sort. It it is it's, I for to me it doesn't necessarily follow through with that uh, initial like shotgun start. Um, well, here, here's I feel like pacing wise, it it just keeps going and the next thing happens and the next thing happens, which that's fine. Except that I kind of disagree about what you're saying about the beginning because yes, it's nice that it starts right away and you don't have to sit there and be like what's you know work your way up into the zombie shit but on the other hand i feel like i didn't get to know any of these people at all and now they're just like uh we're off to the races and i'm supposed to care just because it's brad pitt and he's protecting his wife and kids i thought we were going to know them though yeah but we didn't i thought we were though we were so then you liked that it started i liked that it started like that so it starts off where um, these people are being attacked. We don't know really what's going on. Um, there's a pretty cool chase, not chase sequence, but there's a pretty cool action sequence. Um, we find out there's zombies, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt wor- used to work for the UN. He gets sent all around the world to figure out what's going on. Right. They want to find like patient zero so they can yeah. figure out what's going on. So they and can- that, and that's the movie. Yeah. So and we can go, I think this is a fun movie that we can this is a good movie for us to like to go through like not scene by scene but like by beat by beat yeah so at at the beginning when you're getting to know his family they i don't really see what the point is where they put the emphasis on okay she needs uh an inhaler and like try to have you have some kind of emotion 
towards the kids, but then completely disregard just, them. Just the abandon it after that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's and that's one of the things about this movie is it feels very like piecemeal. Like it was put together like very sloppily. Like like that seems like that's going to be a thread that goes somewhere, but it doesn't. Yeah. And there's a bunch of things in this movie that feel like that to me where it's like, okay, now we're on to this thing. Okay. We've got this doctor we're going to send with Brad Pitt over to Korea so they can find this thing. And, and he's going to be able to figure out what the deal is with this virus. And then he just accidentally kills himself <laughs> by slipping and shooting right. himself. In Which the is kind head. of funny. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of funny, but it's like, Okay, so that storyline's over. And so now. Yeah, but I think that but to, get, to James's point more so is the fact that we're introduced to these characters that we're supposed to have um, emotions, obviously, that are focused on Brad Pitt and his family. Yeah. So we, I think that we, what we, I assumed at the very beginning was it's going to be, um, we're going to see Brad Pitt do his thing and going out and like probably being a big role in this. And we're going to see him do that while his family tries to survive. Yeah. But they pretty much abandoned they the abandoned family. They abandoned the family, yeah. Which like they're on the ship with the military. Yeah, and which then... a cooler idea, I think, would have been was to have, like, Brad Pitt somehow get separated, get, like, to go, and he's going around, like, trying to solve the problem while trying to contact his family. Or get back to them. Or get back to them. Yeah. And then and then giving, like, his... Uh, Muriel, 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 you know, like to give her more of like, like she's a badass. Yeah, like, in the killing, she's so she's fucking such, awesome. She's so awesome. She's so badass. Why not give her a role where it's and like this is just yeah. What, you're what, the wife who's upset. Yeah, <laughs> but like, why not give her yeah. a role where she's fighting to keep those like the kids alive and like to do all that while he's doing this other thing instead of making him to be like because even in the movie. You don't even have to watch The Killing to know that she's badass. Because even in the movie, she comes across as badass. Like she can hold her own. Yeah. Well, but, she's incredibly smart. Like she's yeah, like she but goes they for completely, like completely. Yeah. And really, you know, as the movie progresses, you get to see this uh, theme where every character that Brad Pitt meets is just to propel him further along to the next to the next scene. character that he's gonna kill. By <laughs> being in his their presence yeah. or something. Yeah, Brad Pitt's here. Right. Fuck, everybody's dead. So yeah, because they have <laughs> once he once that scientist guy kills himself and they're in Korea, then those American army guys are helping them. Yeah, helping them refuel the plane, which is kind of fun. Like the zombies yeah. are coming up out of the dark and stuff. And we got um, James Badge Dale there playing the captain there, and then he gets bit, and it's like, well. Guess I gotta kill myself now. Yeah, <laughs> I actually, I, I really liked that scene. Did you? Like, I did. I actually, I thought that was cool because I, when it comes to like zombie shit, I like that like super dark mm-hmm. stuff around it, where characters make choices based on like. Okay, how, let me let me just back okay. up for a second. I think what it does is it, um, zombie stuff can all can often force characters to make choices that are supposed to be at the root of them, which gives them more like, yeah, uh, I, yeah, uh, I can appreciate right? that. So like, I like that when for him, you know, you don't know what he's really like. He he's seems super like pragmatic. This, he's like, I'm not going to let myself turn into yeah, a zombie. And like, he's like, oh, that's but, cool. But, but like, it's cool. It's, it's just as cool when those characters don't kill themselves. Right. Or like do the right thing. Cause it shows another level to who they are. 
Yeah, I, like I just didn't like the way it was handled in this because it was like that sort of cheesy thing where it was like he's walking out of the like the you know, Brad Pitt's looking at him through the plane window yeah. and he walks off, but Brad Pitt can hear him on the radio. I was like, well, okay, see you later, boys. Or I got, yeah, I got this one. <laughs> yeah, I think, but I it think just felt kind of cheesy. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the, there's like there's guts to this movie, like there's there's roots. But like it's just nothing's done properly. I mean, like what you're, t- I think what I did like with w- what you're talking about is in the scene where they're on the rooftop waiting for the helicopter to rescue them. Brad Pitt got some of the zombie was like over top of him and got yes. some blood in his face or maybe in his mouth, and so he runs he to the edge of the mouth. roof of the top of the, right. the tall building and he's waiting to see if he's going to turn and if he is going to feel like he's going to turn, he's going to jump off and well, kill you, himself. But you hear him counting. Yeah, he's counting. Yeah. He's counting to twelve. So I thought that was cool. I thought, like, and and that and that's a thing. Where like this movie has so many cool like, aspects to it, and there there is some smart like there's obviously smarts behind it, but it just doesn't follow through on it. Like I don't know if that's because the production was rushed or because people got involved that shouldn't have been involved. But like there are very very cool concepts behind it. Like I, it's based on a book, I believe. Yeah, a really popular book. Like I, I wonder if the if the book is just like. Kind the, of the book is apparently very different. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of problems on the production. Uh, the guy that was originally hired to write the screenplay, Michael J. Straczynski, is actually a pretty renowned comic book writer. He wrote a, uh, an, a screenplay that was very close to the book, which apparently focused more on the geopolitical aspects of like what was happening in the world because mm-hmm. of the zombie outbreak. And Brad Pitt's character is sent to deal with these different governments and figure out interviewing people like mm-hmm. how did this outbreak start and all that kind of stuff. Right. And then the director, Mark Forster was like, no, this is going to be an action movie. And so oh. they fired him and hired a new guy to come on and write, rewrite the movie. And then even then the last, when they got to the last part of the movie, um, they, they ended up reshooting the last third because, uh, what had originally happened was Brad Pitt's character ended up getting kidnapped by some Russians. When you know when the plane crashes, when he's with the Israeli woman on the yeah, when, arm, they, go the to, when arm, they go to army. Wales, right? Yeah. So when the plane crashed, instead they crash in Russia, and then he gets conscripted into this like Russian fighting force army where he just ends up fighting like a zombie war, like. And he's a soldier killing zombies, and then he somehow what makes his way back to America. That's like a whole other movie. <laughs> so Mark yeah. Forster's so a the last, fucking idiot. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, it doesn't sound like he necessarily. This was necessarily that, his best that, moment. That could have happened if, if that had happened in the first twenty-five minutes of the movie. So then they hired Damon Lindelof <laughs> and uh, Drew Goddard oh, to cool. rewrite the last, th- or not rewrite, but like come up with a different direction for the last third. of the I was going to say the last third of the movies <laughs> is. Super cool. It is. It's like when they really go to the, the World Health Organization which makes, thing, which makes a lot of sense because after they the after they go to Jerusalem, um, and they crash land, it's super like it's super tense. Like it, the tenor kind of changes of the whole film. Yeah, like it does. That part's more suspenseful than a lot of the other. It is, and parts. it's really well done. Where they're in the those halls of the the hospital and stuff, but but yeah, that's what. So that's what is weird about this movie. So like, it would have felt even more weird. I think like. You've already got Brad Pitt just jumping around the world mm-hmm. doing all this stuff and makes the meal the movie feel kind of like just a bunch of different parts. Well, and it seems crazy that he's flying all around the world doing all this shit. 
Like, hey, yeah, I'm in Korea. Now I'm going to go Israel. Israel. <laughs> okay, but did this movie give you a bit of a contagion feel? I never did see that movie. Oh, it's Contagion. I love I Contagion. Seen I've seen it one time. Is that a Soderbergh uh, movie? Yes, yeah. it is. It's from 2011. Um, I've seen it one time, so I, I always meant to watch it, but I, I never can't remember. I've heard it described as the most accurate film to, yeah. to depict an like, outbreak right. situation. Um, Not outbreak with Dustin Hoffman, and uh, that's the second most. <laughs> um, that's the most. Actually, that's the most. Outbreak, the the movie Outbreak is the most accurate in name. Um, <laughs> Contagion is the most accurate in spirit. Um, but I, like, so Contagion is really great because it's like, this is how shit works. Like, this is like the way you would try to figure it out. And for this movie, what I liked about it was like, there is this idea of like trying to figure out where it all came from. Yeah, that's a fun idea. It's just that you have Brad Pitt put into... <laughs> Four, six, four, five, whatever situations where he should be dead, mm-hmm. and he just survives, and it just like it feels empty. James, I, what yeah. do you think? Yeah, I, I think it just goes back to the fact that every single character is put there just to push Brad Pitt forward. Yeah, I mean, you don't. There's, the, there isn't like characters to to get into. No, I mean, the scientist that's on the plane that shoots himself. When he said that sh- that speech about you know Mother Nature's a serial killer and all that yeah, stuff, yeah. I also felt like a bit cringy. I thought, yeah, but I thought the movie is gonna go in that kind of direction, like. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, oh yeah, we're just gonna kill him. But that's the thing; it feels like it doesn't know what direction it wants to go to at any point. Like it's yeah. like, you know what else would be cool <laughs> is if we went to Israel, okay? And I mean, that's there's a co- really cool set piece when they're in Israel. With the zombies, like hordes of zombies, like climbing over the wall and there, stuff. There is, but there's but, a, that but, was weird. That was a really weird scene. That is weird. It was also really weird to use Israel, like as a just to 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 have any kind of concept of like geopolitical understanding. The idea that like Israel shut itself off. Mm-hmm. Is like okay. Well, and the CIA guy well, saying, "Why did they do it?" Like, why a did couple they do Israel? Because I was like, "Oh, is this like an anti-Israel movie? Like, where are they oh, going?" Oh no! But then it shows them. But then it shows them as like super pro. But, yeah, then, yeah. but then it's like Israel is like this like. I think that was maybe their attempt to like include some of the geopolitical content of the book in it the was, movie. It was done by like a fucking moron. <laughs> I was, did like the dude who was like the Mossad guy when they, he was like, you're letting people in. I did think it was actually pragmatic when he was like, oh yeah, because the more people we save, the less of them are going to turn into and zombies. Was and really, I was like, oh, that straight up makes that sense. That was really <laughs> yeah. cool. I just personally, if I was making this movie, just would not have Israel involved. Like, why would you, of all the countries that you could involve, why would you just bring that well, one? Well, because in? they were like, we got to have that scene with the giant hordes of zombies climbing over that giant wall. But you could have <laughs> done that. Which is crazy. You could have just done that anywhere. It didn't have to be about Israel be that has a or Muslims wall. or Jews. But there's I know, fucking, but just make up a fake country. Go to China and well, go they're the in Korea. They could have the. They could have come through the fucking ocean. They could have gone to a lab in China or something. And also, the thing is yeah. that they they that wall. I think the, there was a China part that was cut too. That wall does not exist. That wall exists in this movie. They built it in like a couple. Isn't there a, a large wall? Though? No, they built. They, they talk like about between Gaza. And Gaza I don't know. And they talk about in the movie though. They built that wall in like three weeks or whatever, seven weeks. Mm. 
right? They could have built that anywhere. Yeah, they could have had so. it between fucking true. Belgium and France. Right. But this is their, this was their attempt, I think, of being like, see, there's some of the stuff from the so book he, in this where we touch my, on political, uh, you know, Yeah, aspects. and here's my recommendation. Don't fucking do that because <laughs> it's stupid and you come, it's sloppy. Well, you either had to do whatever the original script was where it was more about all of that stuff going around the glo- globe and touching on those issues or you had to do this straight action movie and they not try to like they could have done it between Canada and America and, <laughs> yeah. and that's why this is a prime example of either a producer or director whoever who's just like no no fuck this shit we need an action movie. We need explosions. We need zombies running. I mean, on one hand, we have to be thankful because we wouldn't have been able to do it on the podcast if it wasn't an action No, movie. I understand. <laughs> or do we? We could have done something better. But I think what we... Well, you picked the fucking thing. <clears throat> I know. I've never seen it before. But I think speaking of, speaking of action set pieces, we've talked enough about the plot and the problems there. Let's talk about the action. Um, how these zombies are a bit different than... Other zombies that we've watched yeah. for the most part, right? They can run like hell. They can run like a devil. <laughs> they are coming for you, James. I actually like these zombies. I thought the zombies yeah. were really cool. The, the concept of how they can basically build a, a zombie mountain yeah. to get over a wall. Like cooperating. Well, it's like ants, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, like, that's the first thing I thought it was. Like, it was like ants. Like they're just like they build a bridge. Like have you ever seen the ants that like will build a raft in water and like they'll literally like kill like they'll die. They'll kill the ones underneath. Underneath. Like the ones underneath. Well, they don't kill them. Like they vol- like mm-hmm. they, they just do it. They're right? like, hey, jump on me. Yeah, because it's it's about like the hive. Mm-hmm. Surviving? Do you know ants or something? <laughs> Do they um, call you at home? In this yeah. Minute? Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> if anybody listens to this, just watch Ace Ventura. <laughs> right. <laughs> Does the dolphin? Oh, doesn't matter. Um, I like the, I like the zombies are cool as fuck. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Like, and they're actually like it's like it, they're they're scary. Like that's way scarier to me. Than like fucking the zombies we think of. Yeah, you know? I mean, right at the beginning, that woman's trying to drive her head through a windshield <laughs> yeah. to get at the guy. <laughs> like that's insane. Yeah, they're like ravenous. They're not just like you know slowly lurching. No, it's not, not, not. It's not your Night of the Living Dead zombies, which no. are slowly moving towards you, and once they grab you, they're gonna chomp on you. And these guys are like, I must fucking eat you right fucking now. Yeah, <laughs> but also they don't want to eat you necessarily. They just want to. They want to infect you. Yeah, yeah. I right. guess they're not trying to eat your brains. No, they just, they just want to infect you. They're, they're a virus. It's also an interesting concept that they came up with where um, the hosts that aren't, that have something wrong with them, they just completely yeah, ignore them. Yeah, that's a cool idea. That, that's a cool concept. Where they, if they're sick, they know that they're like terminally ill, then they just don't bother with them. That's those, that's they those want motherfucking breadcrumbs. <laughs> See? What? Some motherfucking breadcrumbs that Mother Nature is leaving behind. Oh, I see. Come on, did you not watch the movie? You got this on. Did an, you not you got hear? this on another level? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what the scientist yeah, says. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, it's a cool idea. Like it, once he figures out, like oh, if I infect infect myself with some kind of disease, then they're not going to give a shit. Okay, so he used to work. You're talking about Brad? Yeah, he okay. Gary. Brad Lane. Yeah. So he used Jerry, to Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. I don't know. Is it Jerry or Gary? I don't remember. I think it's Jerry. Okay. 
Doesn't so matter. he used to work for the what United he Nations? The, yeah, he yeah. went. Okay, so what did he do exactly? We don't really know. He was he a guy. solved problems. <laughs> he, he solved a, problems. He's a Michael Clayton. <laughs> I, that the, that's exactly what I was gonna say. By the way, go out and watch Michael Clayton. That movie fucking rules. <laughs> it does. I wanted to be. I wanted to be Michael Clayton. So, <laughs> but he, not not as bad. I mean, well, he just as bad actually. He has a particular set of skills that like, he uses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, I would say that. But he we Liam Neeson did. He Liam. Yeah. Okay. Liam Neeson. He, he. I think he. I, he his, his particular set of skills seems to be he's really good looking, and people just let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, they're so like, oh man, look his how particular set of skills is. seems to be like he's a really good looking tall white man. <laughs> right. People just let him do stuff. I mean, yeah. Are you gonna say no to that face? So, like, well, and they're kind of like, "Who are you? Like, why are you here?" So, fucking, what like, are you doing? <laughs> Israel is completely cut off, right? Yeah, they've. And like, then he flies a plane in there. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> tell, they're like, "Hey, don't land," and he's, and like, he's like, "I'm with the UN." And hey, they're I'm like, right. He's like, "Hey, I'm landing," and they're like, "All right." You got <laughs> he me. says, "I'm with the UN," and he says some like number, blah blah, six five one two three. And then I, I think we're supposed to assume that they like. They're so like, oh my god, did you hear that number? They phoned the UN. So I don't understand. I like, isn't the UN just like no. when you say you're with the UN, most Americans and stuff would just be like, oh yeah, whatever, the UN. Well, there is some even uh, kind of jokes about it in the movie. Like the army guys say some shit about him being a UN guy. But, so it's kind of weird that this isn't an American like military or American you know, whatever department he's from, it's the UN and that the UN is the one that's going to save the day, not America. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I but mean, they were, it's, it's not a Michael Bay take on things, is it? It was trying to be like, okay, like, so I think, you know, the movie is trying to have international appeal, right? Like we're jumping all over the world. It's not about, it's not like Ameri- about America necessarily saving the day, although he's American. Right. Um, it, yeah, so it's just a little less rah rah patriotic than like you know if Michael Bay made this movie, then it would obviously be like yeah, that's yeah. Own, Amer- only America can yeah. save the world. Like not to be a detractor of this, but I I I think we've gone over this already. Like the 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 ideas of this film don't really pan out. Right, like the geopolitical ideas don't really pan out, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Right, that right. Like I think like, this is just—it's kind of a wash. It's ha- it's all half baked. It's all half baked. It's all fucking pseudo intellectual shit. Like it's for like it's for stupid people who don't who don't really understand anything. No, it's, who, who it's the point of the movie it. is yeah, is it's a it's like a major big budget zombie action yeah. film, which isn't something we had necessarily really and seen. And it's before. zombies in a different form, right? So, like, what I really want to talk about is I want to talk about like our favorite like action sequences, mm. and I want to talk about some action sequences or some things that didn't work out very well, right? Like, okay. so like, do you, Dustin, do you have like something that like that you thought like stood out? Like, um, I like the idea of the plane sequence when they're on the plane, they've left Israel, they're headed for wherever they're going. Um, he saved, um, Segan, uh, the Israeli soldier, Daniela Cortez. Uh, I like that. I mean, I think it is cheesy that they, th- <laughs> once the people start to turn in the other section of the 
plane like the, he's like oh shh we have to be quiet because the zombies are I do, just yeah. on the other side of this curtain <laughs> and we, if we stack yeah. up some suitcases that'll prevent them from getting in here well because he knows but by then it's noise i do like the idea of like oh shit there's an outbreak on the plane and there's like nowhere to go and then like you know the grenade goes off and the zombies are whipping out the window like that's all pretty fun i thought it's just you know there's some cheese in there too where he's like <laughs> and the plane's going down and everyone whips out you know their their dicks. Their dicks. <laughs> like jerking jerking does all their thing. And they then, start jerking each other off. <laughs> and then the plane writes itself and they all put it back. Um, but that's fun. It's just, you know, some of the stuff that doesn't work. Like you said, we talked, like you just said, the noise. Every time the zombies like hear like a chink of glass or something, they're like, what? Yeah, they're like, oh, someone is over there. Like, yeah. but they don't ever like, what if the zombie like hits a fucking bottle of water and knocks it over they're not like they're not like let's all run over there and see what it is it's just a fucking you know like they wouldn't would every noise make them i well, don't know yeah and did they go by smell i guess or they can smell fresh brains <laughs> sorry fresh well, fresh well, not dead humans well like at the end right when brad affects himself yeah with uh, some disease that one zombie comes in and then he He's can like, just smell yeah. or he can sense somehow. So something about that I want to talk about. Is I guess it would have to be smell, wouldn't it? I, well, I don't. <laughs> don't do that. That's how they chomp. <laughs> That's actually really good. I, I don't think I can. Yeah. Um, I think it, we're, it's better to think of it more like ants. Like mm-hmm. where like ants are just putting off pheromones. Right. Where like, like you're just getting like vibes back and forth. Like and then you. He's like, no, I, this isn't worth my this time yeah this isn't right? one of the ones i'd be interested in eating. yeah like and, and i think i think all of that shit is super cool yeah right it's i i love that 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 final what you would probably call like the final like set piece action piece where where like he goes in and he they're trying to make their way through those halls and he's the only one that gets to the room where the diseases are kept like in those vials well, he only and he only gets through because he actually he distracts them he distracts them because i think he and he well, I'm, let me back up here. Maybe this is another fault of the movie where they don't do enough to actually make you feel like he's going to die. Yeah. Like where you, you, you never think that Brad Pitt's in peril. Yeah, where, because he's Brad Pitt. Well, you know he's going to make like, it through. The, it would be the really end. hard for any movie to be like, make me think a Brad Pitt's going to bite you it. Give me, you give me a Brad Pitt movie. I will kill him. <laughs> It will, I will kill it will, him. I'm gonna tell you this. It will. It will break my heart. It's probably in his contract that he can't be killed. In uh, the movie. I don't. Well, that, he's killed in Deadpool. That's, that's an interesting question. <laughs> do you think that Brad? So, do you think that Brad Pitt would have a Jason? Not Jason Statham, because he's not quite as bad. Would he have a a, a, a Vin uh, Diesel? A Vin Diesel or mm-hmm. a Dwayne Johnson? Dwayne Johnson. Statham, Statham had one too, though. Yeah, he did. He had, no. He had one where he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He, can't, he had a woman. They, 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 well, he had one where he couldn't be punched more times than The Rock. Did he have that? Yeah. They, all three So of that's them. why apparently in Hobbs and Shaw, oh. every time one of them hits one, one, the other one like has to hit him back. I thought Which he, is kind of funny. <laughs> okay. Now that we know that. It's so silly. It's so it, it's, it's not silly. It's embarrassing. Those guys should be embarrassed. Yeah. Well, they probably would. That's be a whole other thing. Now, but but um, I feel like Brad Pitt would be like, yeah, yeah fuck, I'll hit a woman, I guess. Like, <laughs> I think Brad will do pretty much anything. Cause he's like a fucking. I love. I, I love Brad Pitt. I really do. He can pretty much do anything. Do it doesn't anything. really matter. Once upon a time in Hollywood, yet? No, I haven't. Oh, well, prepare to love him even more. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> I listened to John Gabrus talk about it for like 45 minutes where he talked about the entire movie. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I could watch that movie every day for the rest of my life. But that's an interesting thing about this movie is that, you know, okay, it's Brad Pitt. So he gets a certain amount of like, I'm just going to be into whatever he's doing. Right. But, but they don't, they make him kind of boring. He's kind of boring in this. Yeah. Yeah, they actually somehow this movie is so. I guess all he had to do was make him a UN delegate. <laughs> well, the, the movie is in some way so boring that it actually makes him boring. Yeah, because there are exciting like situations at times, but yeah, like you said, he never. You never feel like he's actually going to be in peril. You never feel like there's any real suspense from that possibility. And then we don't, we don't have his wife and kids being in danger once he gets them on that ship because that's well, just kind of well, left. They get sent, they get kicked off the ship once they think he's just, dead. Yeah. Like, we don't have room for you anymore. <laughs> so everything about that storyline is horrible. Yeah, it's so lame. It's so lame. The fact that like, they're like jockeying for position, like on bunk beds. And then somebody's like, well, we're all here for a reason except for you. And he's like, my husband's doing Which shit. is totally accurate. I think I believe it. You I believe, believe it. I believe that too. But it's, it's not, just not done in a way in the movie. Well, no, not. they would shoot them and <laughs> dump their <laughs> corpses dump over, their the corpses over the side. She, she should have punched. It. She, it I mean, it's been, America. I think it would have been better if she had to just punch that guy in the face. We haven't even mentioned that David Morse is in this movie. Fucking awesome character actor David Morse. He's the XCIA agent in the jail cell that he pulling his teeth, he pulling his own teeth out. Yeah. That was Why a, is he in this movie? Oh, that was a great scene, though. <laughs> James, did you have a favorite scene? Uh, I would say the plane one would would be a favorite because even after the crash, like that one zombie is still strapped yeah, yeah, in her seat. Uh, I mean, it's pretty awesome when all the zombies do climb that wall in Israel. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really, really cool scene. All because those people had to have like a kumbaya moment when they were were singing together. uh, (laughs) Apparently they were being too loud. That was too loud. All the fucking trucks. Yeah, there's trucks and helicopters flying around. This movie is so this movie like the 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 people behind this movie are like, okay, our audience is so fucking stupid (laughs) that they're gonna think that like a hundred people singing is louder than like a thousand trucks. Well, and I don't understand, you know, everywhere has power still. So if, yeah. if they're attracted to sound, I mean, wherever that power is coming from is generating sound. Yeah. So not those kinds of sounds, James. Don't be stupid. Oh, sorry. People, <laughs> well, people talking or singing, I guess yeah, that's sing. it. You have to sing. Yeah. <laughs> like is, they're, they're not attracted to like the deep hum of no, like, uh, no. maybe uh, if they explain that better, <laughs> it, it has to be like human sounds. Or I, like a host I think sound. I, I need to drop my rating on this movie. When you're watching <laughs> it, um, I was reminded of The Last of Us a couple times, the video game, while I was playing it. But of course, that was actually a much more compelling story than, okay. the, than this one. I feel exactly the same way. Yeah. I was completely reminded of that, like the clickers. Mm-hmm. Are, is that what they're called? Yeah, something like that. Um, except for that was just done well. Like it was, it was a, they did yeah, a good job with that. video game has a much more compelling narrative than this movie does. Yeah, you can literally just like watch someone play The Last of Us, and it was like maybe one of the best movies ever made. I mean, granted, you know, playing through a game is like ten or twelve hours versus this two-hour movie, but if, yeah. if they ever, if yeah, that that game is that game is is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's incredibly moving. I played through it twice, and, and it's I cried. Terrifying. I cried at the same 
time both is the, times I watched or played. Is it, is it the part when you go to the university and the giraffes walk by yeah. the open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> sorry, it's, I never played it. It's a they, fuck you, James. I, I know. <laughs> I'm such video, a loser. The video game. That's it's it's amazing. It's 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 it, mm. it's crazy. Like you don't think that something a video game can make you feel that way. Yeah. Um. Just Doctor, like this movie, right? Peter Capaldi, Doctor Who, uh, playing well, Doctor Who, playing Who Doctor, World Health Organization Ooh. Doctor, right before he was cast as Doctor Who. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, and Ruth Nega from Preacher. Hey, also in this movie. You know what I want to say <laughs> for is, five minutes. I just want to say a quick shout out to uh, Thomas. He's out there. He's listening. Probably he sent us an uh, interesting email about Doctor Who. Oh yeah, Doctor Who movie. Yeah, he sent us he sent us a bunch of recommendations about Doctor Who. And I'm gonna tell you this, Thomas, we are gonna do a Doctor Who movie on this podcast. Yeah, you might have to wait just a little bit. You have to wait a little while. Um I think that all of us know very little about Doctor Who. Yeah, I I don't think I've even seen an episode. I think it's gonna ever be fu- I think it's gonna be fun. A, a little bit. We're gonna go in blind, we're gonna watch a Doctor Who movie, I think in the new year. Yeah. And uh I think that'll be. I think that'll be really fun. So, Thomas, thanks for the email. Stay tuned for Stay Doctor tuned. Who movie. We're gonna hit Doctor Who. Uh-huh. Um, I want to talk about uh, a scene that I really liked. It was the one with Matthew Fox, right, where you can barely tell that it's him, and then he never shows up again in the movie. <laughs> Sorry. What? Yeah, who was Matthew? So he was one of the guys from the helicopter. He's the guy from the helicopter that gets off with a gun to shoot the zombies while they're running across the roof to get on the helicopter. Right. That was Matthew Fox from Lost. Apparently he was supposed to be in the sequel and have a bigger part in this movie. <laughs> okay. He's just in that one scene. I was like, oh, is that Matthew Fox? And then he's never in the movie again. <laughs> cool. Anyway, sorry, John, you were going to say something and now you've probably forgotten. I have completely forgotten. <laughs> um, I want to yeah. say your favorite scene. My, I, I mean, you guys have talked about the, the airplane You've talked about uh, Jerusalem. I, I really like the the scene in Jerusalem. I I don't like the scene when there he's Brad Pitt is escaping uh, Jerusalem. I think that it's just really poorly done. Um, oh, and he's like running through the yeah streets and it's like there's, there's a couple cool parts like when those there's, there's that roof sort of cage, like the cage above them. I think there are cool falling. parts, yeah. but I think this is what separates a good action movie from a bad action movie is that it, it's about the world that you build. So your world either has to be believable or not believable. Like you, you have to pick a lane, right? Mm-hmm. So like, when you pick a world where it's supposed to be more realistic, but then these incredibly unrealistic things, unrealistic things keep happening, like everything happens right behind you, or yeah, like yeah. around. It, it just like it you just, can outrun the yeah the, the tide or whatever. This one guy just keep, and that just takes me out of it. Um, well, it's Brad, man. <laughs> it is. I, I I actually want to talk about like the the New Jersey scene. Um, oh yeah. Like I really like that. I, I I like when they like everything that happens between from the very beginning um, in wherever they are. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> let's say Philadelphia. Flip flip Philadelphia. Which is coming back soon. Yeah. Um, let's watch the trailer for that. But uh, everything that happens between when they're in the car as a family and when they get to the helicopter. Uh, to yeah. escape. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. Uh, what happened to that kid that they saved, by the way? He's in. He's at the end. He's yeah, in Halifax. He is. Oh, is he there? I didn't even notice. Yeah. 
in I, Halifax? The, the yeah. end is really weird. Like, it's kind of cool when they show them piling up all those bodies and stuff. Because it's just like flashing around being like, and the zombie war yeah, raged on across the world. Well, they, they bomb that stadium. Yeah, they bomb yeah. the and, But it doesn't really resolve anything. Like, we well, don't... They, they I even mean, say he, that. He gets together with his family. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, and we still had a lot more way long ways to go so yeah. it kind of feels like oh so they're, they're like, gonna do a sequel yeah. right it feels like, like it feels like somebody's boss being like y'all did a really good job today but we're gonna come back tomorrow because there's still lots of work to do <laughs> don't forget <laughs> that you're always gonna be working for someone <laughs> It like, just doesn't give you much. It's just like, okay, he got together with his family. I mean, I guess it's a, probably a better ending than the original where he becomes a, a Russian zombie. I don't know. I kind of want to see that. Like Russian <laughs> Taliban? Like, just like his crew of zombie murderers. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it would have been a really weird direction. I think we've kind of fucking beat this yeah. movie into the ground. Let's just get to our ratings. Um, I'll go last. It's my movie. Oh, I did want to just quickly mention Mark Forster's filmography, the director. He's, he has an interesting career. He's directed Monsters Ball, Finding Neverland, Stranger Than Fiction, The Kite Runner, Quantum of Solace, Machine Gun Preacher, and uh, Christopher Robin. So this guy loves... Wow. Every genre? <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's hitting them all. Machine Gun I mean, Preacher. some of these movies are pretty good, like... Monsters Ball is a really good movie. Halle Berry. Finding Neverland was okay. Stra- Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell. I thought yeah. that was really good. That's a, that's a that's a good movie. So I don't know. Interesting interesting career path. But well, you dropped the ball this time, Mark. Um, <laughs> James, go ahead. You go first. So my reactions a five overall, a four point four. And I'm a five and a five. Five and a five. I'm a five right, and a, right in the middle. But I'm a, a five and a four point eight. eight. So that's overall 4.7, which makes Tied it... Tied with uh, Mad Max. <laughs> Under Siege. Yeah, I'm going to put it behind Under Siege. That's a, that's more fun to watch. In front of Smoke and Aces. Yeah, I guess. Sure. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So behind I Under Siege. I care about this list. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it gets towards the back, and it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. There's no God, so who just cares? The, that's just when you're down in like the pile yeah. of shit. So where where it is in the pile of shit doesn't really matter if it's on the top of the pile of shit or the bottom. We're all of gonna the pile die anyway, so who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> it's all it's all meaningless. I think that I, the only thing that matters seems to be the top twenty. Yeah. Plus, like, we're fucking three dumb shits. <laughs> so Speak for yourself, man. Um, what are we gonna do next? Whose fucking turn is it? We are gonna do aliens. 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 With the sequel. The sequel. Yes. Okay. Cool. 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 Halloween continues. That's pretty tight. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Please check us out. Um, wait, you already checking us out on on iTunes? Um, Tell someone. Tell someone. That's the most important part. The part I always stumble over. Tell someone. Download it on their phone and uh, subscribe them. Um, because yeah, that's, without them knowing, that's not a crime. <laughs> yeah, it's not a crime. Also, your parents are dumb. Download it on your parents' phones. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. And then all of a sudden, they'll be like, "Mark, what's this?" 
I've been listening. James, he has some interesting points. He doesn't talk a lot. He's all about Van Damme's asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin, gore whore. Dustin and... seems like an interesting fellow, and John's a cuck. <laughs> uh, Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>